This is the Wedding Experience Podcast with me, Shay Dooley. Hey everybody, my name is Shay Dooley. I am the founder of Harper's Vineyard, just south of Des Moines, Iowa. We focus on prestigious events with an outdoor emphasis and all about luxury service. So here's the thing, okay, these items that I'm gonna talk to you about today are through years of experience, a ton of highly trained staff that are going to give you some secrets and tips to elevate your wedding. Now, first of all, if you are a client of Harper's Vineyard, all of these things we can help curate with our design team, our experienced leaders and managers, we can do this for you. If you're not getting married at Harper's Vineyard because we have a national audience, first of all, I'd still say consider coming to us, but even if not, you need to be thinking about how can you take these concepts and translate them to whatever venue you actually choose. Because what works at Harper's Vineyard might not work at some of the other places. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about that, but make sure that when you're working with your coordinator or your wedding planner, that these are things that you're talking about. And as always, I always like to throw in the disclaimer that all of our events include a coordinator because it's not something that you want to outsource to friends and family. Trust me on that. All right, so let's get started. The first one is about having an incredible welcome experience in general. I grew up working for big box retailers and they always emphasized the importance of the one to three second rule to get to a customer to the door and to greet them and to provide an incredible experience. You need to literally obsess with every single part of how your guests are arriving, how they're flowing into your event space and how to maximize that experience. First impressions are everything, and you've heard that. I'm going to reemphasize there's there's no difference in a wedding. In fact, it's even more important. To give you an idea of what I mean, um, we make sure that our staff, every single item, not just the space, the physical space, but we walk every single morning and make sure that all of the trash is picked up. There's nothing in the parking lots. Every single thing is swept off, power washed. We make sure that it all looks perfect and really you're saying well that's not really your responsibility well it's not but that's why you have to make sure that wherever you chose to get married at that they have the staff and the level of expectation that cleanliness is key all right so after cleanliness that's where you can start to do things like design decor and then overall um, uh, things that staff could be could potentially do to elevate the experience this could be as fun as something like red carpet, um, going into your event, depending on the style. You can do an incredible elaborate photo backdrops. There are so many different ways and elements that you can do. But to give you an idea of what we do is we focus on having our staff do a champagne welcome. Now, this used to be an add-on, and now we're really focused on bringing it to all events because it makes such a huge difference. Now, it does take uh, quite a few staff on our on our hand and as well as logistics have to be made. So this is more challenging. I would expect that if you don't have, um, if you're not getting married at a place that provides a lot of staff, this is gonna be more challenging. 
because a champagne welcome requires a lot of logistics around pouring. It, it, it is where you're handing it to your guest as they're coming in and you think, okay, well, that's just a one person job. It's not because you have someone that has to pour to keep it cold. And then you have to uh, have multiple people greeting your guests as they come in. The other part is you make sure that whoever is greeting your guests, it will actually do more damage if these are not individuals that have smiles on their faces, that welcome them to your wedding and are, are somebody that's really enthusiastic about the event. Something that, of course, is why we make sure that we hire the best of the best uh, staff members for our team so that you feel incredible and your guests feel welcomed. If I have not stressed this enough, in fact, go ahead. If you're busy today, just stop the podcast and all you should do is focus on the welcome experience. Everything else is going to be icing and sprinkles on top of the cake because that is the most important thing that you can do is treat your guests right from the get go. All right, so let's talk about the next one. This is becoming an ongoing trend, uh, uh, lounge furniture. All right, that's nothing new, all right? The vintage furniture, the furniture rentals, um, you're going to see this everywhere. It's becoming more and more elaborate though. You're starting to see this in uh, ceremonies. You're starting to see it out in the middle of lawns if you have an outdoor wedding. You will see it in functional spaces. You will see it in photo, photo backdrops, which is what I'm gonna talk about on my third point. Lounge furniture is continuing and will continue to be something that you see on an ongoing basis. We have started to elevate more of to that modern chic, uh, clean lines, uh, more modern, more sophisticated look, but that doesn't mean that we cannot um, adjust depending on the style of the wedding. So we're very flexible. The lounge furniture is really cool. You wanna create space, you wanna create vignettes for your guests, for your family to interact, because I know you think that everyone wants to just dance their hearts out and drink all night long. Well, they might, but they also need spaces for you to, to, to have conversation. So it's not just about lounge furniture that I'm giving you recommendations on. You need to work with your team and your venue team to create intimate spaces that will allow for conversation, great pictures and places to have more of a relaxed environment. And that, that sometimes just means a place where they can go in between dances, relax, and then they can keep going. So it's a great investment on the lounge furniture side. We do provide it at our venue. Um, you will typically have to go find someone else if the venue doesn't provide it. It's probably gonna be hard with family and friends. You might find some good pieces, but you're going to have to make sure that you can handle the logistics around that. And depending on where you are, sometimes furniture rental is uh, expensive. It's a little bit challenging. There's some rules and regulations on it and you wanna make sure that it is returned in tip-top shape. So there are some things that um, are more challenging on the lounge furniture side, but um, it's something that we include and I made that investment, our team made that investment because of how many of our premium uh, high-end clients were, were renting those out. Okay, the third one is a photo backdrop. Listen, after seeing the same photo backdrop over and over and over again, I'm not, I'm not even gonna tell you what the specific design is, but after seeing it enough, this was actually something that we uh, are really excited to announce that we invested in some actual manufacturing equipment, some very high-end commercial grade uh, manufacturing equipment to start building and designing different elements within our venue. And one of those is an incredible ability to create elaborate 
highly customized and very, very detailed photo backdrops. Listen, when <clears throat> this is this is what I would recommend. The idea of having a photo booth, photo booths are good, but a photo backdrop is such a it's such a good investment because everybody has a cell phone these days and you definitely want to have a great photographer. Um, if you can afford it, I would recommend a videographer. But when you're standing in front of, front of a photo backdrop, so many people have great cameras that you can get a ton of great photos. And that's, and let's just be honest, that's what this is about, right? You want amazing content. You want as much out there talking about how special your day is. So that's where we, put, we made the investment and why we do the photo backdrops and why I say, I don't think that it's a piece that you want to overlook. Okay, here's the issue though. Just like lounge furniture, depending on your venue, photo backdrops are either going to be really easy or really challenging. They can be large, heavy, and really difficult to deliver, and then someone has to pick it up. Um, I can tell you that often photo backdrops get left at the venue, even though they cost thousands of dollars, they get left and then we have to find a space for it or we have to get rid of them. So the reason why is even though it costs thousands of dollars, the logistics about leaving things or coming back to get them um, often, believe it or not, outweigh the desire to actually come and get them and to move them. So my recommendation Talk to your venue, ask about their photo backdrop options. If you're one of our clients, we do have um, some newer packages. We have newer opportunities um, that can include photo backdrops. So it's something that um, probably in the next three to six months we'll have fully baked, but that's something that going into our 2022 season and beyond will be part of our overall offerings. So really excited about that and the ability to customize those for our clients. Okay, number four, bar options. This is one of those areas, um, if you've been following me for a long time, I just have to say this because if you're on the West and East Coast, um, in even Southern, uh, really other than the Midwest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hit it out and I'm gonna tell you that I'm probably gonna get a lot of pushback on this, but I'm just being open and honest with you that bar options are critical. Y Nowhere other than the Midwest is it acceptable not to have bar options. I would highly, highly recommend that you look at um, either an open bar, look at uh, a venue that offers unlimited alcohol packages like we do, find a way to give back something, even if bare minimum you do um, you know, a bride and groom drink or something um, that you offer, but you have to have something for your guests to drink. Again, I go to events all over uh, the country and unlimited or even open bar in most parts of the country, that's the, that's the industry standard. In fact, if you're listening to this, you're probably surprised that I'm even talking about it because in the Midwest, it is sometimes acceptable to not offer a bar to your, to your guests. And I'm not talking about just alcohol. If you want to have a non-alcoholic wedding, that's your choice. That's not what I'm talking about. But for weddings that do include alcohol, it really needs to be paid for by the client. So <clears throat> I highly recommend that. And um, as I've said in other episodes, if you're offended by that, that don't be offended because if you can't afford the open bar, if you can't afford the bar at the actual event, then look at different options. Look at a cheaper venue, look at doing a DIY, save, finance, but my personal opinion and from what I see across the board from an experience standpoint, so take away the emotion and just from what we observe is that the flow 
and the appreciation is significantly better on events that include the alcohol for the guests. So again, apologies for the coast. I know that that's really the industry standard, but there are times where in the Midwest it's being forgivable to not offer the bar. And I just think that this is a piece that we really have to start changing the expectation. All right, number five, appetizers, 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 snacks, late night snacks. I think this is so important. Um, Everybody focuses on the main meal, which is fantastic. It's great, it's wonderful. The thing I despise about the main meal though is the logistics that go behind it if you don't offer anything else. Um, Not just, sorry, logistics, but the expectations and the overall flow. When your guests arrive, I already talked about that welcome, that champagne experience where they could have um, a, a welcome drink, but go get them food too. I've said this so many different times in my podcast episode, do not give your guest any reason to complain about being hungry or thirsty. Have appetizers, have um, food bars, have charcuterie, whatever that means. I, I don't care. You can have a candy bowl for all I care, but do not give your guest any reason to be hungry or to start complaining. When are, when are we going to eat? How long is this going to take? Because they will. And by the way, scratch out on the candy bowl. You're not allowed to have a candy bowl. But outside of that, bring food. All right? Um, do appetizers. That's going to be, uh, you can have uh, staff serve appetizers, which is always super fancy and super uh, elegant. So that's where they can walk around and actually offer snacks uh, and appetizers. You can have a specific table set up and make it really well decorated, put a linen on it. There's many different ways, but it's not just about the welcome. You can have it literally trickled throughout the the main event, finding different opportunities building up to the main course. And then also afterwards, this is something that I was adamant about. And I learned this when uh, Chelsea and I, my wife, when we travel a lot and we go to other countries, we started to notice that at resorts during the, um, the, the night and the dance floor, after we've already had our meal, our main meal, they always have things like late night food. And I thought this was so cool. So we've started and this will continue to build, but we do late night pizza. It's Neapolitan handmade pizza. It's fantastic. In fact, we get a lot of compliments on it. Um, listen to some of the other podcast episodes and we've actually talked about how people have stopped us in public and thanked us for our awesome pizza, which I thought was random and super amazing. Like how cool is that? But these are the type of things that are going to take it to the next level. Handmade Neapolitan styled pizza, late night, delivered right to the dance floor. If you want to watch a great reaction, it's that. And it's a super awesome way to elevate the experience. All right. So let's recap. Champagne welcome or welcome experience in general. Just master the welcome. Uh, Lounge furniture is number two. Number three, photo backdrop of some sort with design. And then number four, your bar options. Really think about that bar, right? We've got to change the expectation. We got to give something back to our guests, right? And then number five is appetizers or food in general cascaded throughout the event other than just the main course. By the way, that's just one more insurance policy that if you have people like me who are vegetarian or, or, or other people that have uh, specific food needs and that main course is a miss because it often is because people don't often think about that, then these are just other ways that I can be hungry, not complain. And frankly, I don't ever want to make it about me. I want it to be about 
the guest. I want to make it about um, my friends and family, and it's not about me. All right. So hopefully this helps. I'm super excited for next week. I'll give you some more updates and more tips and tricks from the venue and what we're doing to set the bar in the wedding industry. All right. We'll talk to you soon.